Who wants an orange whip? Orange whip? Orange whip? Three orange whips. Coming up on this episode of The Commercial Break. I was at a party once. The night was getting long. Things were getting weird. Every, you know, whatever was going around was going around. You know how it is sometimes when you get into those parties mm-hmm. that you weren't invited to. <laughs> that you weren't <laughs> invited to. Yeah, it's like one of your friend's friends brings you over. And shit's just weird. You walk in the door and you know that many things have been going on for hours, possibly right. days before you even showed up. <laughs> Clearly, none of my friends would ever go to a swingers party. But what I found was, is is that the crowd was actually rather young. They Mm -hmm. were like college age to 30, I would say, most of them. And uh, (laughs) I have an email. (laughs) That's my ticket to the swingers party. You're so not excited. (laughs) That must be my... Siri just booked you. (laughs) That must be my VIP ticket to the swingers party showing up uh, I think it was like eHarmony. Okay, I have a very similar <laughs> application if you'd like to to jump on whenever you get an opportunity. It's called Penis Harmony, and it's for mainly men, but occasionally penis with harmony. penis harmony. Find harmony with your penis, <laughs> <laughs> or short or P harmony for short. <laughs> I don't know why, but we get a lot of weirdos signing up. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Now. Skeddy that dead. Called my brother today and I I I said, Hadi 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 Ho. Hadi, 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 ho. That's right. The, 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 <laughs> res, the proper response would have been the callback. Yes. Hadi, 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 ho. Hadi, 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 ho. Hadi, 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 hey. Yippee. Skip it to it to That's old Cap Calloway. You remember old Cap Calloway? All right. Yeah. Yes. You do? I <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, you had no idea who Cap Calloway was. I caught you in a lie, Hoadley. <laughs> Must concede the election. <laughs> Cap Calloway was a guy who was in the Blues Brothers. He was like this famous. Oh right. Yeah, he was like at the end, the big scene. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't scat like that. He was like a scatter, like hadi 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 he. Mini the moocha. She was a low down hoochie coochie. <laughs> <laughs> So at the end of the Blues Brothers, like this big scene where the Blues Brothers, you know, got the band back together and they got to make some money to save the orphanage. And then Cap Calloway comes out to kill some time while the Blues Brothers elude the Chicago, the entire Chicago police force. Mm-hmm. It's a classic movie. Cap Calloway is a famous scatter. He's a scat daddy. Nice. Cool cat. Yeah. All so right. was the little monster on Spaceballs. He did oh, it. He was a little scatter. T- oh, <laughs> yeah. The, hello, my baby. Hello, 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 my ragtime girl. <laughs> <laughs> he had a Mr. Peanuts thing That's going right. on with like a cane and a oh, yeah. top hat. Yeah, he was like painted <laughs> orange or something, like in gold. <laughs> what a great movie. What a great movie. Yeah, famous scatters. I'd like to say that I knew uh, other famous scatters, but that's it. I do know some famous scatters, but I don't think it's the kind of scatting we're talking about. No. No. There's another kind of scatting. Oh, God. I was at a party once. The night was getting long. 
things were getting weird. Every, you know, whatever was going around was going around. You know how it is sometimes when you get into those parties mm-hmm. that you weren't invited to. <laughs> that you weren't invited to. Yeah, it's like one of your friend's friends brings you over. And shit's just weird. You walk in the door and you know that many things have been going on for hours, possibly right. days before you even showed up. <laughs> and, so, and so my friend and I are on the back porch smoking a cigarette. And he says, I just can't find a woman. You know, like this one thing that I'm into and like, I can't find a woman. I just why I'm online looking. And I was like, what is that? Thinking he was going to be like strap on or something, like some, some, something that would be a totally weird to me, mm-hmm. but maybe not to him. Something I could digest. But then yeah. he explained that he was into scatting and, I don't want to know. I quickly went into the bathroom to pay, to pace around in circles. You know what I am into? Do you want to know what I am into yes. right now? So yes. I'm a, I have a bit of an eating disorder and I think a lot of people have the same eating disorder and it's actually an eating disorder. Okay. Which is like an obsessive compulsive disorder where when you have a taste for something, you eat it over and oh, over yeah. and over. I get that too. Okay. So it's, it's an actual eating disorder. Okay. It, it's, it's obsessive compulsive essentially is what it is. But isn't just like a craving. I always thought it was just a craving that your body had. Yeah, and it's a, your body it's was a craving because you're crazy. <laughs> no, I, it's a craving. It's a craving because you have problems. I black beans the other day. So I ate them, you know, kind of a couple times during the day. Yeah. But a couple <laughs> times during the day, like many times during the day or just like twice in the day. Twice. Okay. So that's, not, yeah, <laughs> that's just liking what you're eating. I'm talking about days and days on end, possibly oh. months running into years. Okay. Like I used to be on a cereal kit kick i used to eat it with cream like yeah. cereal with Ooh. coffee cream heavy cream heavy well not whipping cream but okay. like you know the half and half the stuff yeah. that you put in there but now i have a taste all of a sudden for kettle corn oh you know the kettle corn yes like the some somewhat sweet somewhat salty shit uh-huh but it's like a it's like fucking playing russian roulette with your teeth yeah yeah i can't do that so there's a couple brands that get <laughs> there's a couple brands that get it right and they there's not many kernels in there and then but those brands are always sold out. So I, since I have such a taste for it, I'm like, oh, I should get this other brand. And I swear, I think I cracked the tooth on one of those, those kernels. That's, as I get older, I find that my teeth don't want to work with some of the food products that I like used yeah, to eat. Yeah, exactly. Well, and too, during the pandemic times, I've read and I've personally noticed an uptick in jaw clenching ah. and your teeth are hurting a little bit more. I read that dentists are getting, you know, overrun with people with cracked teeth because they're just mm. grinding their teeth. They're stressed. I had cracked teeth, but I went it's to the rehab time. and it fixed it. And then you ate kettle corn. I had cracked good, teeth. Good but call. <laughs> Look at my cracked teeth. <laughs> I knew some people with cracked teeth. I think they were at that party when that guy they was, wanted to scab. Yes. Hello, welcome to my party. <laughs> nice crack teeth. Thank you so much. I've been working on it for a while. Cocaine's first bedroom on the left. <laughs> Sex with strangers in the second bedroom on the right. Oh. Well, well, what a lovely house you have. <laughs> Watch out for the naked lady in the front hallway. <laughs> we found her on the street. It's a mannequin. <laughs> oh. I So when I went to Publix, I... The, I used to have a job when I was a teenager. I would stock shelves uh-huh. at Kroger. Yes. It, ha- it lasted for about a week, which is, the, you know, on par with some of the other jobs I had when I was a teenager. <laughs> and it lasted right. about a week, mainly, I think, because there was no one in the store. It would be between two and five. The guys that I were working with were right out of off parole. You know, I mean, like, it was just a, it was a weird group of guys that I was much older than I was. And they What's were all... What's off parole? Parole. Oh, parole. <laughs> <laughs> Right off Pearl, which is a boat <laughs> Pearl that, sa- that sails to Chattahoochee. <laughs> All aboard! Get on the Pearl, first stop, Kroger at Johnson's Ferry. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime girl. 
But the one reason I think why I really had to leave the job, because at the time we did not, there was no such thing as an iPod or an iTunes or anything like that. You mm-hmm. had to bring tape cassettes with you or a big CD player that was the size of your head yeah. and like attach it to your <laughs> belt somehow. Right. And so you could listen to your own music, but it was a rather inconvenient when you're doing the, like the manual labor to have this thing hanging off the side. And I couldn't fucking take the music that they were playing 24 hours a day. And there's right. no like other stimulation whatsoever you are literally moving boxes around making sure that you're you know tricking the customers into buying the the oldest milk first uh-huh. you know what i'm saying yeah that was a that's a mandate at that place you don't want the customers to buy the fresh milk you want them to buy the sour milk so push the sour milk up front then push the fresh milk in the back i'm and then pretty the fresh sure milk people become... just know that oh they do well, i always dig well, in there and get that that's what i would do so i was like <laughs> clearly i know that the, the fresh bread is in the back and not in the front yeah. so then i would put the fresh bread in the front to trick people <laughs> Double psychology reversal. Bam! <laughs> Dropping knowledge. Baby, I had it all going on. <laughs> Trust me. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so the music was just awful, and I felt like I had to, I had to leave. I, had to, I couldn't do the job one more day because right. all they were listening to well, what's some of the songs sailing it takes me away wow we almost harmonized there I know. who is that christopher cross yes chris on the cross christopher cross was that I chris love... cross that used to sing that song oh, no chris cross <laughs> is another duo from atlanta they can make you jump jump they wear their pants backwards if i remember correctly one of them died why yeah why did he die problems coronavirus no. Oh, this, this isn't like, like recently. A couple, couple years ago. Problems like drug problems? Mm-hmm, I think so. I, I met them at a party one time. No joke. Well, but Christopher Cross was Christopher amazing. Christopher Cross. And I really love that song. What was sailing. another one that he uh, had? On the run, no time to do. Yeah. To be free again. again. And I've got such a long way to do. Michael McDonald to was in it too. To make it through the border of Mexico. <laughs> and so I ride. Like right. the wind, right like the wind. Dun, dun, dun. So these songs would play 20, I mean, they would play like for entire 12 hour shifts from like, I mean, for entire eight hour shifts from like, you know, I think we got there at like. But you said you worked two to five. No, it was 11 to, it was, well, in between two and five, there was no one there. <laughs> okay. Like you, you would start your shift actually at 11, but people would be shopping. Mm-hmm. But between two and five in suburbia back Atlanta back in the early, you know, early nineties, there was yeah. no one there. So there's literally no interaction in all you're listening to. It's going to be a cool night. Hold you by the fire. Gonna go jump off a fucking bridge. Whoa-hoo. Yeah. Listen to that. My dad was like the rocker in the family, mm-hmm. so we'd take the car rides. And my dad would put on the rock station in Chicago, but my mom would put on the cock rock, like the soft, you know, the yacht rock, the mm-hmm. soft, soft rock from the 70s, 80s, and today. Well, actually, back then it was soft rock from the 50s, 60s, 70s, <laughs> and today. <laughs> it was all this soft rock shit, and it drove yeah. me absolutely nutty when I would hear it. it so I rebelled against it, I think, as a teenager. I, I didn't really want to hear it, right? Yeah, it wasn't your jam. No, it wasn't my jam. It wasn't my thing. So I, I kind of got rid of the uh, I got rid of the taste for the cock rock. But now it's coming back. <laughs> now I, I heard this song at Publix, and I was like, the sailing song. And I thought to myself, wow, that really is a good song. The way that he harmonizes that whole thing, it's really a good there song. There was a reason. He how, was how super many, popular. How many uh, listeners under the age of 22 do you think we just, <laughs> do you think we just lost? <laughs> we didn't have a lot to spare, Holdley. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Uh-oh. 
Now you've done it. www.tcbpodcast.com is where you're going to go to read all the show notes, find out more about Chrissy and I. And now you can watch us on YouTube. Uh, all those episodes are available on our website. So go to tcbpodcast.com. Make sure you join up for the break room. Turning the corner into the new year, Chrissy and I are going to be doing two shows a week. In order to get one of them, you'll need to be a member of the break room. So go there and uh, you can't miss it. It says join the break room and that's where you join the break room. We made it pretty easy. When, mm-hmm. we, when we were going through our marketing meeting, we were having um, focus groups and stuff like that. We were like, okay, what should we say to get people to join the break room? I think we really came up with some some spectacular marketing copy when we said, let's say join uh, the break great. room. <laughs> yes. Spot on. Spot on. Th- cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers. Spot on. <laughs> Speaking of cocks, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that segue? Speaking of cocks, did you see where in New York they broke up this uh, swingers yes, party because I of COVID? Did. I did. There were like 80 people there and there's supposed to be only 10 people. I mean, come on, swingers. There weren't a lot of... I saw the pictures and it Get didn't it. look like there were a lot of girls in that mix, did it? No. No. But that seems right. You think so? I mean, I've been to a swingers party. <laughs> I have been to a swingers party. But not because I was a swinger. Because I was I was booking this venue one time. And the venue... Well, so I was booking this venue with rock and roll bands. And I would go to the bar on my nights off. And one night I went there and there was another guy who booked other nights that I didn't dare, but there was this big party going on in this huge oh. event facility that we would book these bands in. What are these mattresses doing here? <laughs> <laughs> do people dance on them? So this guy came up. <laughs> they do with their penises. Mm-hmm. They do the penis dance. Mm-hmm. I love a parade, a penis parade. So <laughs> the guy comes up to me and he says, hey, Brian, do you want to come check out the party that I'm putting on tonight? You're going to love this one. And I was like, sure, yeah, why not? We get to the front door. And there's a stand that's been put up there and there's a nice young lady behind it. And there's all these cubbies, like, you know, like locker type things. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she says, do you have any clothing that you'd like to check? It was winter time and I had a coat on, but I decided not to give up my coat. No, thank you. I don't want to give up my coat. This guy knew that this was going to be a surprise to me. So he was like, (laughs) he was laughing the whole time. And I turned the corner. And on the dance, there's a bar, and then there's a dance floor in front of the bar. You got to walk through over the dance floor to get to the bar. Uh-huh. And inside of the dance area, there are a couple of men that are dancing with women topless, which is what my eye catches first, that there's topless women dancing sure. in the bar. But the next thing I catch is the oral copulation that's going on on top of the fucking bar. Oh. Woman on woman, oral copulation. Okay. Now- my estimation of a swingers party before my experience being at, well, first of all, the room smelled awful. But second of all, my estimation of a, <laughs> <laughs> the room smelled pretty bad. <laughs> smelled like cigarettes and cigarettes and Yeah, copulation. <laughs> my estimation of a swingers party was a bunch of old guys and a bunch of old ladies, right? It was just, mm. I, I think my, it's swingers are for any age. But uh, <laughs> But, <laughs> that was very discriminatory the, the, of you, Brian. Well, thank you. But I was a young kid, and I, none of uh-huh. my friends had ever talked about going to a swingers party. Right. So if none of my friends had talked about going to a swingers party, clearly none of my friends would ever go to a swingers party. But what I found was is, is that the crowd was actually rather young. They mm-hmm. were like college age to 30, I would say, most of them. And uh, <laughs> I have an email. <laughs> 
That's my ticket to the swingers party. Your phone got excited. <laughs> that must be my Siri just booked you. <laughs> that must be my VIP ticket to the swingers party showing up right now. You've been invited to the <laughs> Siri heard you. I heard you say swingers You've party been, and yes. searched and booked you for tonight. <laughs> Can't get those tickets through public. So I'm going to tell you that right now. My estimation was old people. What I found was it was not. And I didn't stay for long. I just kind of took a walk through. But they had all these separate rooms set up. And yeah. there was action going on in those oh, rooms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was rather weird. So when we so New York, they bust this party, not because the party is illegal, not because they're all copulating with each other in the middle of this no, bar. that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about that. That's cool. Mm. It's New York. Anything goes, yeah. right? It's because they have more than 10 people gathering in yes. one particular place. So the cops literally went in there and wrote tickets to all the men who were there. Because I didn't see any women in those pictures. Did no. You? No. But what I saw was they had mattresses and bowls of condoms and uh-huh. just kind of gross. I think, I think I would be in my younger years. I think I would have been open to the idea of, you know, a swingers party, like attending a swingers party. I think I would have been open to the idea if I wasn't so grossed out by the idea. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do, but you know, I'm a judgment-free kind of person. I totally, something that may not be for me, maybe right for somebody else, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Everybody's of age. It's fine. I'm good with it. I, I may not attend, but which, go, It but just go depends on it. which age that is. Of retirement age, then no, you don't want to <laughs> oh. be there. But if it's of drinking age, okay, cool. Yes. And listen, I want to be... I, I agree with you. Yeah. I'm not judging the fact that yeah. people want to swing. If people want to swing, yeah, go go for go it. For it. I'm saying for me personally, I think I'm a little too OCD uh, to handle. Yes. You know, dirty mattresses in the middle of a yes. floor with a you know people copulating on the bar, and then the guy's like, "You want a drink?" And I'm like, uh, "How about a steak?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a fork and knife? I'm gonna dig right in. <laughs> Stop it right now. You're asking for the bar. <laughs> Trump was, uh, I saw that I was trolling on Twitter. I have the new Twitter, TCB Brian. You can go at, at the commercial break is our Instagram and then mm. TCB Brian. And then you have TCB Chrissy, don't you? TCB Chrissy just got yeah. started. TCB Chrissy. So join us on yeah. uh, Twitter or Instagram if you want. If, if Join all three other additional people that are on our Instagram <laughs> and, and Twitter pages and follow us. But I was uh, tweeting around the uh, Twitter sphere and I saw that. Twitterverse. Twitter. Oh, the Twitterverse. Mm -hmm. And I saw that Trump respond. So here's, I guess, what's the best way to explain this? There's a lady out there who was pretending to be Trump's sister on Twitter. And I guess for some reason, she amassed some following. And then one of one of Trump's fans retweeted at Trump this nice message that this fake sister had sent. Like, you right. know, keep on fighting the good fight or whatever yeah, it said. Exactly. So Trump responded to all, you know, 106 million people that follow him. Even my sister loves me. Thanks, sis. Yeah, and it all in all caps, love. Love. I love you. Yeah, meanwhile, the love sister you, never it. existed. That's the danger about the internet. Yes. Yeah, wow. even if the president can be fooled, and, uh, you know, let's, okay, let's say this. Even our president can be fooled. Anybody can be fooled. <laughs> yes. That's why I don't online date. <laughs> that and the fact that I'm married with two children. Right. That's the that's the best reason not to do it. Yeah. But w- but when I was single, I d- I also didn't do online dating. It's too tough. It's too it's too it's transactional. It's work too. It's like Tinder. Like describe yourself in one word or less. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a, a lot pageant. of people have gotten have found true love and gotten married and 
I, again, judgment-free on this, but I know back before I met Jeff, I did dip my toe into it, tried it, and it was a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's very transactional, mm-hmm. and in this day and age, I think people really hide behind the computer screen, so they don't Correct. feel any sense of responsibility or culpability to, and, and no accountability whatsoever. Yeah. That's the difficult part about it. Do I give a shit at people to online date? I don't care. I think it's, you know, fine. I did it. It was it was fun. You know, going through Twitter and swiping left and right for hours on end, it was fine. When I was on Twitter, Twitter, I mean, when I was on Tinder, Tinder was new, and so it was kind of like a game. It was a game that you played, essentially. You went by and see if you you matched with anybody or anybody that you knew, any ex-girlfriends, yeah. anybody, any of your friends' ex-girlfriends. That was always fun. Play that game. Um, <laughs> but I know too many people who have been like totally ghosted by people that they dated oh, on yeah. those dating apps. And that to me seems, I don't know, seems hurtful. It does. I mean, unless you're a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, um, I'm not a dick. But <laughs> I did luckily. get... <laughs> Luckily, I'm not a dick, but I did get ghosted a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, when I was on Twitter. Tinder? Tinder. I keep on saying Twitter. (laughs) I just got on Twitter. I'm no longer on Tinder. (laughs) That's TCB Brian on Twitter, (laughs) not on Tinder. (laughs) When I was on Tinder, I probably swiped hundreds and hundreds of times Mm -hmm. and maybe got matched like with 15 different people. Mm Mm-hmm. But what I found was, is even if you reached out and said something, very rarely did anyone respond. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think three or four of them responded. Maybe five of them responded. I actually went on four separate uh, Tinder dates, two of which just ghosted me. But I, listen, I, I think in my circumstances, it was a little understandable why they ghosted me. <laughs> did you do something crazy? I asked them to pay for the bill. <laughs> I showed up as Henry from Podcast Universe. Oh. And I said, you got to pay the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Henry does do that. Yeah, he does do that. He's a cheap son of a bitch. When I, when I went on the first date, I it was a girl that I, I actually went to high school with. and she was, But she was like two years older than I was. So we didn't really know each other in high school. So I get to the, to the bar that we went to. And we quickly realized that we both went to the same high school around the same time. This girl immediately, immediately, as soon as we sat down, nice afternoon in Atlanta, Georgia, outside on a bar, immediately starts ordering tequila shots, which is a sign someone's in for a a party. Like when you go on a date and someone starts ordering tequila shots, you get a pretty good indication of who they are. Am I right? Yeah. Especially a first date. Yeah. First date. Yeah. We know each other. We have the same friends. You know, you don't want to, at least the way that I would think about it is, I really don't want to make a fool of myself here. Or maybe, maybe. she was like, we've got the same friends. You kind of know me. So you know I like to take shot, <laughs> shot, 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 shot. He's heard of me. Or maybe, or maybe she says, this is not the guy that I was hoping would show up. <laughs> we have the same friends. I better get shit faced because I can't leave because then he's going <laughs> to tell everybody that I'm rude. She starts taking shots. I'm not following. At some point, I'm just not following because, you know, I'm not going to take six tequila shots in two hours. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But then the night progressed. But we have her having a good time. It's nice conversation. We're laughing a lot. So then the, the night progresses into this other bar that was close to where you live, actually. Uh-huh. And um, so... So we're sitting at the bar. We were not, we're not there for long. She orders another shot, you know, like a Jello maker or whatever the fuck, in Haymaker or whatever the fuck she was drinking. <laughs> Jello, Jello maker. maker. I'd like a Jello maker, please. 
Yeah, give me I two. I haven't heard of Diller Maker. Well, just because you haven't been there, <laughs> sister, give me uh, two bread makers and a wine cask. I'll be right back. <laughs> give me two bread makers and a coin counter. <laughs> Put it on my tab. And an oil pump. And an oil pump. Put it on my tab. So she orders an- yet another round of heavily, you know, sedating alcohol. And I decide I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. And she leans in for a kiss. And mm-hmm. so we kiss and I'm, she's a relatively attractive woman. I'm like, oh, great. This, this date is going good. Yeah. So I'm going to walk outside and I'm going to call probably Chrissy Hoadley. And <laughs> right. Tell her that I'm hammered down at the end of the street. And as soon as I Come get done here, here, I'll be over there. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I'm walking up and down the street and I notice I'm now I'm like, I don't know, maybe half a football field away down the block. And I notice that there's a kind of a crowd gathering around <laughs> one of the trees that is directly outside the bar. But they're like looking up and I'm like, oh, there must have been a, like there's a cat it up must there. Must be a beautiful bird. There's a lost pussy up there. There's a beautiful bird. <laughs> what a nice night sky. <laughs> but what was actually going on is that my date had come outside for whatever reason she had come outside and decided to climb the oak tree that was sitting outside of the bar. <laughs> and by the time I got there, she was almost two stories in the air. She was literally scaling this tree. I don't know even what, know for what reason. I don't know that anybody egged her on. Like you would think that, okay, you get drunk, you do stupid shit, but there's usually someone that's egging you on to do that. Like, I bet you can't climb that fucking tree. <laughs> bet you I can. This girl's just doing it on her own volition. She's riding up the tree. Then now there's people from the bar, like employees are telling her to get out of the tree. They're like, hey, get out of the tree trying to help her down. It took 30 minutes Two police officers, security guards. I think the fire engine showed up at one point. Oh, no. But she got stuck in the tree. She couldn't figure out a way down. And she was, by the time she got down from the tree, this girl was like passing out on me. She was, you know, kind of falling asleep on me. And so I just put her in a cab and went. So she didn't ghost me in the traditional sense. I think she might have been a little bit embarrassed about what happens. That makes sense. So so she ghosted me in the traditional sense. (laughs) And I bet you were kind of glad. Right. I would have been willing to go on a second date at that point. <laughs> I am not a proud man. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Not a proud man. I would have gone on a second date with the girl for sure. Did you go? Did you go on any online dates? No. You know, I didn't never go on made one. It. No, I set up like a profile and that kind of thing. And this is ten years ago, and I set up a profile and kind of got into it. And was like, I'm going to find that special guy. someone. Yeah, special someone. And uh, no, it was just too much. There there was all this inbox. You had a separate email for the dating app. And I don't know. I didn't have that much time. (laughs) What was your email? (laughs) Tell me your email and I'll look it up real quick and make sure. What do you? No, it's it's, it's just disabled. Oh, okay. It's disabled? The the email, the the profile has been disabled. Why would you do that? I don't understand why you would do that. I got married, Henry. Well, listen, when you get married, you make more profiles. That's the way it works. (laughs) Why? You want to keep your options open. (laughs) Why limit yourself? Is that what you did? Well, listen, I I don't want to get into all the specifics. I'm going through a court case right now. A very very embarrassing time for me and my lovely wife, Ariana Grande. Right. I'm going to tell you this. There is a rule in my country from where I'm from. When you get married, open your options. When you are single, keep them limited. I'm not sure why that is, but we have a very low birth rate in our country. We're not having many children, but it's okay. That's why we marry a lot of foreigners. Now, listen, can you explain to me which application were you on? Uh, I think it was like eHarmony. Okay. I have a very similar application if you'd like to, to jump on whenever you get an opportunity. 
It's called Penis Harmony, and it's for mainly men, but occasionally penis with harmony. Penis Harmony. Find harmony with your penis. <laughs> <laughs> or short, or pee harmony for short. <laughs> I don't know why, but we get a lot of weirdos signing up. Let's take a look here. Oh, uh, look, uh, here's There's one. Here's be. a nice young gentleman. He calls himself Golden Shower 33. <laughs> says he's looking for that woman uh, oh to pee on him I'm sorry that's not a great profile for you <laughs> anyway this is I have I'm chock full of men on this website and we need just a few additional women so maybe you call Jeff you say hey listen Jeff I'm going to uh, I want to keep you on your toes uh, I know things are good between us now but uh, probably not going to be for very long uh, so can I get please get on pee harmony <laughs> I'll consider that I, marriage advice from you, thank you. Uh, Henry Fonda. But let me, uh, let me give you, uh, if, if we're talking P about harmony. P harmony, it's like E harmony, only it's P harmony and the P of course stands for penis, Yes. <laughs> just in case anybody <laughs> was wondering. Is there V harmony as well? No, what, are you kidding? Women on a website by themselves? <laughs> this is crazy news. You are crazy news. <laughs> You have wild ideas about women and their place in society. Let I think you're missing you out on an opportunity, I, Henry. Uh, I know I'm missing out on an opportunity <laughs> to get you to clean my closets. <laughs> I am good at organizing closets. That's why I want you over there. Uh, Post-taste, please. Okay, so if you want some advice, we can go through a little bit of, uh, of marriage advice that I've been giving people for years. And I uh, have at least two successful divorces under, under my belt. If a man decides to, it has a wandering eye, allow him to sleep with other women. This will make him less stressed in your household. Oh. Yes. How do you like that piece of advice? I, it's, it, not, it, it's not speaking to me right now, okay, but, but maybe listen, I need to think okay. about it. Jeff, I hope you're listening to this episode because this is directed right at you. Come on, P-Harmony, a free, free membership. You can have a... <laughs> You can have a VIP PP membership if you'd like. No problem. Okay? Because if you let Jeff go off and do his thing, he will come home much happier. I'm just going to tell you this right now. Mm -hmm. Now, additionally, I always give this uh, marriage advice to new young uh, people in love, newlyweds. Sign a divorce decree immediately after you get married. Keep it somewhere. Keep it close. And that way, when you get into an argument, you can say, I'm going to file this. Do you want me to file this? <laughs> It keeps the arguments down to a minimum. <laughs> Let me give you one last piece of advice. It is important that you get your wedding dress and uh, marriage ring appraised immediately. What I like to do is I like to give it to a pawn shop, get some money, uh, take it. You use that money to, you know, uh, get a membership on P Harmony or whatever it is. And then when Jeff asks where the ring is, say, I pawned it. And and he will know that you're being you're very upset about very the marriage. Serious. And he will he will really make his best effort. He will make you what what is a good dish that you guys cook at the house when you're having an argument? Let's say you and Jeff. Jeff comes in the door and he says, "You know what, Hodley? I'm not liking you right now. You are my worst enemy." What would you cook him in order to satisfy his loins? Oh, I, speaking of loins, I do a really good pork loin. Pork loin, indeed, mm, yes. With white wine sauce. <laughs> white wine sauce. Look, you are just... Very delicious. You Americans and homemade pasta. Oh, homemade pasta. Mm -hmm. 
So this is what I would do. I take a little bit of saline solution or X-lax and I put it into the pasta. It doesn't bother the taste one bit, but it gives Jeff the holy shits and he will, you will have your revenge. Montezuma's okay. revenge. Okay. Yes. But if you really want to make Jeff come back to the table, so to speak, with love and affection, cook for him three llama balls. These are, these are my mom's llama oh, balls. Mama, llama balls. Oh. But they're not, what, they're not what you think. They're actually just llama meat chopped up. And, you know, it's like a meatball, but it's with llama meat. Do you need a llama? <laughs> we actually have a couple of llamas on P-Harmony. <laughs> you do? Well, yes, it's a thing. Thing people are into. So, okay, listen, I don't want to give you too much marriage advice because of what I'm afraid is you're going to take it and then, you know, you and Jeff are going to have the perfect marriage. Mm-hmm. So uh, just calm down. Now, additionally, when are we going to go on a date? <laughs> Well, we've got a holiday coming up. Oh, this, this is good. Yeah, that's right. This is a perfect time for you to come vacuum my... Maybe we could look like a New Year's type thing. Ah, yeah. Listen, I'm going to put together a swingers party in the New Year's. <laughs> I just sent Brian his invitation. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it or not. I did. I heard that so, come through. Okay, you, Brian, Jeff, Astrid, the whole gang, you all show up and we'll have a good time, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We here at P Harmony are always, <laughs> to hear your, always here to help your ego. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Wow, Henry. Henry's mm. got all kinds of ideas, doesn't he? He does. He's very confident. Well, I mean, he's from that, you know, he's probably from a country where things are a little bit more machismo than they are here. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand uh, where Henry is coming. <laughs> the <laughs> Harmony. The VIPP. The VIPP. He's, we've got VIPP tickets to the P Harmony party. <laughs> Ooh, sounds like there's, sounds like fresh fruit and llamas. That's what's going to be <laughs> <Yes>. there. Sweet. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. I'm melting. I'm sorry. I have to just wipe off my forehead. Oh, are you go, Are you pulling a Giuliani? <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is about like a week old by the time people are going to hear this. But yeah, it's and bad. you can and there's no way that you could have not heard that Giuliani started melting at a press conference. You saw the pictures. <gasps> what do you think that was, actually? I don't know, because at first it would seem like it was hair dye. However, I don't many, think many so. people color their hair and that doesn't happen. So. What I've heard is maybe it was like a little bit of touch-up, like mascara maybe, something around ah. the hairline. And then he was sweating. To kind of define the hairline a little yes. bit. To re- define the, the, that's what my wife thought. She, thought then, she didn't think that it was hair dye. Yeah. yeah, because you would think if they make hair dye, yeah, it's, it's got to like protect withstand. against sweat. It's got to withstand. <laughs> but something that's just temporary that you're putting on. Yeah, like then. mascara, yeah. pen, squid ink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the spray. <laughs> Squid ink. It could have been dry shampoo. They have those and that are colored. Crayola. Crayola. Yeah. yeah. He seems to me as a. He seems to me like a crayola. He could have just done a quick you touch know what up. The, a little black black <laughs> crayola crayon. Dup, 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 dup. You know what the crazy part to me is about Giuliani. Nine eleven comes around. What a terrible time for our country. Yes. What a what a terrible moment to live through. How terrible it is for all the people that lost family members and loved ones. And Giuliani is like a ray of sunshine. He in this emerged, re- yeah, like as the, just the this, nation's mayor. Yeah. So he, in a really shitty situation, for those of you who may not be old enough to remember or don't live in this country, Rudy Giuliani spoke up. He took center stage. He became this guy that led us through this terrible time in the nation. Not that he was like you know leading the charge to get Osama bin Laden. 
he was leading the charge to put the nation back together to make it seem like everything the city was okay where it, you know really was ground zero that's right literally so yeah so we all felt really good about rudy giuliani i i did yeah personally. i loved him people were you know run for president people were talking about that yeah and, and here's the one thing that i'll never forget how far he has fallen. He, how far he has fallen. The one thing that I will never forget is the time that Saturday Night Live went off air. All Everyone went off air for a long time. All the live programs, like David Letterman at the time, Jay Leno at the time. They all took a break because it was really hard, to. they felt like, to be funny. And during this incredibly serious time in our nation's history. And so I think mm -hmm. that, that break may have lasted two weeks. I'm not sure. And so did Saturday Night Live, who was in the mm -hmm. middle of running live programming. But when they came back, Rudy Giuliani opened up that show, if I'm not mistaken. Did he open it up or close it down? Or I, 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 it, there, there really is no difference. Mm -hmm. It's just, a, you know, one opens the door and one closes the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But <laughs> there really no, is no difference except for a two-hour difference. There's, there's one, one host, host. And then there's a person who, and then there, and there could be a yeah. You know how Saturday Night Live works. So he sure. closes down the show, and he's yeah. what did he say? Like we'll be back, or we're back, and better. Very than ever. inspiring words. I Very remember. inspiring words. And since then, Very inspiring you know words. That. I remember that. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember them being very inspiring. I don't remember exactly what they were, but they were inspiring. And now I kind of picture it as a reverse. You know the thing on the Price is Right where the oh yeah yeah the little like mountain climber the mountain climber yep you're climbing up correct I feel like it's reverse yes he's gone tick 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 down. And it's not, listen, I don't, whatever, the legal challenges to the election, I'm not talking yeah, about that. I'm talking about him. like how kooky he's become. Yeah. It's just like. It's weird. Totally fucking off his rocker. Did you see his shoes? He's basically, There's, I mean, he was the one that was involved in the Russian stuff that got beat. Trump impeached. I don't know why Trump still has any kind of affiliation with him. They grew up in the New York, you know, they kind of ruled the roost in New York for the same period of time. I think he's got something on Something Trump. on him. Mm -hmm. There must be. Those two are like bosom buddies. They must mm -hmm. have something on each other because they are really attached to the hip and Giuliani is doing Trump absolutely no, no favors, favors right now. Yeah, I mean, he just booked a, he just booked a press conference at the Four Seasons Landscape. Welcome to Four Seasons Landscape and Press Conference Facility. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane to me the way that he conducted himself during these last two press conferences. But what's more insane is the shoes that he was wearing. Did you see that? <laughs> They were blocks of shoes. They were literally rectangle shoes. Like and, and they had right angles. They weren't there was no curvature to them. They were right angles. I'm gonna put a picture up on the on the you website. Have to. You have to see these shoes. Yeah. It's like Fred Flintstone made those shoes. Yes. It's insane. So now he's he's bleeding mascara all over the place. He's got Fred Flintstone shoes and he's talking about Hugo Chavez. Crazy. Unbelievable. And booking press conferences at Four Seasons Landscaping. Four Seasons Landscaping. How do you get that one wrong? You don't pay attention. <laughs> you don't follow through. You with don't get exactly. that one wrong. That's the thing. <laughs> Absolutely not. I went to, so my mother-in-law has this computer, right? This is a, uh, my mother-in-law has a computer and she dropped it. She like, you know, put, it got pushed off the. Oh no. I don't know why, the, I don't know why this, this just came in my head, but so she pushes the computer on accident off the table and it breaks. It won't turn back on. Oh. So we look around the city for a computer repair guy. Computer repair guys are in high demand right now. As you can imagine, everyone's working from home. Mm -hmm. They have their own personal laptops. So all, most of these guys are saying that, you know, they can either come to your house or you can come to them. But it's $129 just to diagnose it. And they can't see it until next Thursday. And 
which just wouldn't work because my mother-in-law had to work on the computer. So we looked around and locally we found this place that for $29, they would fix the issue. They would diagnose it and fix it and they would do it in an hour. Mm. It's unbelievable. For 29 29 bucks. Oh. $29. So I was a little bit suspicious. My wife found this place. I was a little bit suspicious that mm-hmm. you're going to get, you're going to end up like, they're putting some yeah, malware that's like in too your good computer. To be true. Yeah, of course. You're going to show up and it's going to be some homeless guy like, I fixed your computer with some tinfoil and a, 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 a soldering <laughs> iron. So we show up and it's this little, in a little, you know, next to a Dunkin' Donuts in the little place. And, uh, Astrid drops it off, and then the guy calls and says, hey, it's ready to be picked up. So I go into the place. I show up. They have a counter, and then they have this little area, which has some computers on it, and then there's a big, you can see, back room in the back. And in the back room, there must be 20 or 25 college-age kids that are all back there, I assume, working on computer stuff. Chrissy, I shit you not that when I walk into this place, it smelled like Doritos and wet farts. I mean, it was like the... <laughs> that sounds sm- about right. It smelled so, <laughs> so bad in there. It was awful, awful. So the, it's, luckily I had, and I, and I had a mask on, right? So oh, I have right. a mask on the guy. Yeah, when you smell something through the mask, you're like, oh, that's got to be the good, pungent. Yeah. The good news about the mask is, in my opinion, is now you know if you have bad breath and you're not subjecting <laughs> everybody true. to it, right? You immediately know if coffee breath is on, is on board. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah, you're like, huh? The uh, other day, I, yes. <laughs> What's that stink? Oh, it's me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So uh, when I walk in, not only am I dealing with my own coffee breath, but then this overwhelming smell of literally Doritos and farts it smells like my son's waste, like my son's diaper pail. <laughs> With, with Dorito cheese on it, right? Gross. Like, oh my God. I could barely stand in there for like two seconds. I'm super sensitive to smells. And I was like, oh my God, it smells so awful. And all I could imagine Let is, me leave my computer here. What <laughs> <laughs> seems like Is that sperm on my computer? <laughs> all I could imagine was just a bunch of college kids in the back, you know? Playing Doom and watching porn on my computer, computer oh, yeah. eating Cheetos, stinking the place up. It smelled like a fucking fraternity house. I don't even know how to explain it, but it was the most <laughs> awful smell. But they did fix the computer for $29. Wow. On time, as they had promised. So I, so I They've also I, installed spyware. I know, I know, I know. They did. Of course they did. Don't you think? Like, that's yeah. the, kind of the gig. Yeah. yeah, they install some. They will be I mean, blackmailing you yeah, at some point in the future. They're watching my wife walk around the house <laughs> <Yes>. naked. <laughs> I often wonder about that little camera right mm-hmm. on the top of my computer. I'm like, huh, I wonder I wonder if someone's watching right now. There are places on the internet where you can go on, on the regular internet, not even the dark web, where you yeah. can go and they're just, all they're showing is cameras. That That's they, why they, I put a little piece of tape. Oh, you, you do? You do that? Mm-hmm. I, I do. F- I figure, you know, I'm not all that attractive. I'm getting old. If someone wants to get their rocks off, <laughs> right. go ahead. Yeah, knock yourself Wee. out. Here's my my balls are hanging low. Feel free to take a picture. <laughs> Back in 1822, my balls were fresh, sitting right there, right on top. You were pumping. My oil. balls were so fresh, they were on top. <laughs> now they're knocking my kneecaps, son. Well, uh, but I say, I say, if you want to take a picture, feel free. <laughs> 
There's a bit about that in the new Chris Rock um, special. About the hit, of, low hanging balls? Yes. It's true. Balls dropping. Yeah, it's true. It happens. It's gravity. I didn't know. Yeah, it's Jeff gravity. was dying laughing. I'm like, is that happening? 100%. <laughs> it's like, not to me, but it is. Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> not to me. Don't lie, Jeff. It's not like happening to like some exaggerated degree. <laughs> But when they were fresh, they were just like right there. They were with you. They were, it was all connected, right? It was one big unit. And then women have the same. Yeah, women have the same. Women have the same. Everything kind of yeah. gravity just takes its every toll. Every year they just it's start to creep. Yeah, you like, feel them a little bit lower down on your leg. And here's the other thing too: is that you have <laughs> you to go need to the, a ball bra. <laughs> I do need. I think men need ball bras. <laughs> I need a nutsack, literally. <laughs> a little sack. There's this show on HBO. <laughs> There's a show on HBO. I don't know what it's called, but it's this guy who just runs around New York filming stuff. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. I got. I, can't, I wish and I could. I love work. HBO. I, I will. I will promise you that I will talk about this next episode because you have to watch this show. He asks a question, then he runs around New York, randomly filming people <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of this question, like how do we fairly split the bill, right? Uh-huh. But then he randomly is just filming people all around New York and pieces it together in documentary style. It's so oh, that's great. fucking funny. I'll look so for this. I don't even, oh, the guy was talking about how to properly cover his couch, right? With plastic. Oh. Because in oh. New York, that you know, people cover their <laughs> furniture with plastic. My grandma did it when, in Chicago too. I think it's a thing for old people to do because they don't oh, want to yeah. ruin their furniture. But so then he, you can't even use it properly. Well, uh, that's the whole point, right? That's what the, the comedy of it. <laughs> Keep in, it fresh. But he goes so far off the mark. When he goes and he meets a man, he starts talking about things that are covered up. He goes and he meets a man that has invented a device that pull people, men who have been circumcised, it slowly pulls their skin so much that they get uncircumcised. It makes a, like an actual foreskin really? that wraps the head of their penis. So wow. this thing is like two clips that clip onto your the skin of your penis and then you hang it on the, <laughs> the headboard. And it's, I think that's a sex thing. No, it's not. Uh, are you I sure? I swear to God, the guy who invented it is sitting naked in his bed with just a t-shirt on. His dick is all stretched out. Well, oh my God, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I need that. I need that. I'll just attach it to my balls. Or a ball bra. <laughs> yeah, it's a nutsack. Oh. A ball bra. <laughs> here's the other thing that fucking sucks and i will tell you this right now what sucks is getting up and peeing every 15 fucking seconds in the middle of the night that's what stinks i drink a lot of liquid during the day i'm a big water drinker so i just keep you know cleansing yeah i don't know if it's cleansing i'm just thirsty (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm cleansing my thirsty taste in my mouth i keep on drinking water 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 coffee tea whatever i can get my hands on i'm always drinking so it's inevitable that in the evening you know, that all that water's got to go somewhere. Yeah. When I was a young man and I didn't drink quite as much liquid that was healthy for me, I would just drink beer. Holy, I could sleep for 11 and a half hours, wake up with a rock hard morning boner and then just pee for 10 hours. I mean, I'd literally stand there for like 15 That's minutes. a whole day. Just, yeah, 11 just, hours yeah. sleeping, yeah, 11 10 hours. 11 hours with a morning boner, 11 <laughs> hours peeing that morning boner away. Just like this whole thing. You had one good hour. Right. <laughs> You're out doing something <laughs> working on the next morning boner. I just stand in the shower and just pee straight up. Hey, but now, yeah, it's like, you know, at two o'clock and at five o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. my, my, uh, whatever you call it, my prostate's just telling me you have to go to the bathroom, dude. You have to get up and go to the bathroom. And that part sucks. Gosh. So balls hanging low, 
big old prostate. What are we going to do? Speaking of sleeping, that brings up the sleeping thing because I'm a, I'm a really hard sleeper. Hard sleeper. I'm a hard sleeper. Jeff says he gets jealous because when I fall asleep, I am out. Sleep hard. I, <laughs> sleep hard. You too can hard sleep hard. <laughs> oh, I sleep hard. Don't trust me. I wake up hard too. <laughs> so. So my point was that um, it's really been through the pandemic and then now with the election that my sleep patterns have completely changed. And I know yours have because you have two young children. 100%. For sure. Yes. But I don't. And I've always been a night out. I can let you borrow And then I kind of sleep in, you know, in the mornings. Now, I mean, I my body is exactly on some kind of a weird five to six hour schedule. So you just sleep for five or six hours. Yes. Like this morning I woke up at 5 a.m. I went to bed at 11. Woke up, bing, 5 a.m. And I can't go back to sleep. I'm like, this is too early. Yeah, that's awful. That's too early. You know, so then I'm trying to read. So what do you do? To fall back asleep. That's, yeah. Do you fall back asleep? Sometimes. Eventually after like two hours. So you get, so you go to bed at 11, you get up at five, <laughs> you go back to bed at seven. Mm-hmm. Then what time are you waking up? Like then 11? maybe like 9.30. 9.30. That's not too bad. No, but it's just throwing me off, Brian. Yeah. I think it's just the anxiety and the... It's situation. the whole Every, thing. Everyone's all upside down. Who else is feeling this way? Can Everyone. Someone, Info can at tcbpodcast.com. Let us know how you're let feeling us know. too, because I feel like it's other people too. It's got to be. Info at tcbpodcast.com is where you can email us your questions. And the first of the new year, we're going to do a segment in every single show where we answer your questions no matter what they are and let us know if you're as upside down i would love to get some um well we'll talk about this a, a different time but we're going to just start taking callers too uh in the new year so maybe we can talk okay. about that because the yeah. pandemic will still be raging <laughs> yeah. still be raging yeah. through the first of the new year but i feel like with, we're all maintaining <clears throat> just as best we can right now it's a forced interruption and no one really knows what to fucking do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, no one's dealt with this in a hundred years and those people still aren't around. Except for me. <laughs> you're, you I, are, you're still kicking right. it. I'm still kicking it. Nuts hanging down right on top of my ankles. Every time I walk, I, I hear a sound, a, cl- a thud, thud of another ball. Bong, bong. What is that? Uh, and my wife's name is Nancy. And I said, Nancy, what is that sound? And she says, those must be your balls hitting the top of your loafers. Sometimes my nuts give my shoes a shine. (laughs) Occasionally I step on them. I can't feel them. They're so far away. It takes about an hour for me to feel the pain. I'll step on them on 2 o'clock by 3 o'clock. I'm sore. I don't know what's going on. I pee so much I fell asleep. (laughs) That's right. I take one of those contraptions. I just put a little little buff and wax on the bottom of my balls. (laughs) I just let them go to town. I kick my feet and I... (laughs) Now that is what I call multitasking. That's right. I got an important meeting coming up. I just go ahead and wiggle my feet around. Ding, 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 ding. I pee so much I fell asleep on the toilet. Me and Nancy never slept in the same bed. That was rude back then, of course. You know, I sleep in one room, she sleeps in the other. So what I do is I just fall asleep on the toilet. I don't get a morning boner anymore. I don't get a morning boner anymore, sunshine. I call it the... Perpetual downward dog. (laughs) I let my balls hang out in the water and I just got to careful not to flush them. I got to stand up. Oh my God. Well, this has been fun. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned a lot. I've learned too much. I've learned about my own self. (laughs) 
like I, it's like one of those old puberty movies. <laughs> Exploring your body. Skit skit da 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 I'm sorry, it's laughing so hard. www.tcbpodcast.com is where you go to find out more information about Chrissy and I. You can read all the show notes. All of our YouTube videos are accessible through the website. Join the break room if you want access to the second show coming up after the first of the year. Uh, you'll need to be a member of the break room. There's no charge. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I just keep preparing, yeah. Free shoe shine and tips. Hey, yeah, and hey, we wanted to say something, and um, I want to say two things. Number one, we just reached 50,000 listeners, so thank you to everyone that is out there listening out in the world, out in the United States, everywhere around the world. Thank you very much for listening. Number two, we're going to be in Podcast Magazine uh, in December, on December 1st, that that issue. Go to podcastmagazine.com. You can sign up for a subscription there, and you can vote for your favorite podcast, which would be this one to be in the Hot 50. The Hot 50 is a monthly chart of trending podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've recently been on Chartable and Apple's trending yes, podcast, which is so exciting. super happy. Party uh, emojis. I know. So excited. Never expected any of this to happen. No. Never expected any of this to happen. So <laughs> it's just insane. We're, we're along for grateful. the ride. Grateful, grateful. That, we, that we can uh, lend a laugh every now and then. So from my balls to your balls. <laughs> From my balls to your balls, Chrissy Hoadley to Brian Green. We'll talk to you next time. Oh, join us on the after show. To get access Bye. to the commercial Bye. break after show, go to tcbpodcast.com and join the break room. You'll get access to the after show, YouTube extras, live shows, and much more. Follow at the commercial break on Instagram and Facebook. It's that squiggly little email thing at sign the commercial break. The Commercial Break is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley. The Commercial Break returns next Wednesday with an all-new episode. We are available on most podcast providers. Tune us in and ride it out.